0: Great. Well, I just want to reiterate the welcome to you today. It's um, great that you could join us. So we are starting a new series, as Emma said. We're looking at the good news, sometimes called the gospel. That's a word that we use uh, in church quite a lot. And gospel simply means good news. Um, Over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at some of the good news of what it is to be a Christian, about the core content of the Christian faith that gives us uh, peace and joy and hope and when we consider the, the gospel this good news it's like to me it's like a, a diamond with lots and lots of different sides multifaceted diamond and as this diamond turns it, it catches the light it glints as you look at it from different angles so that's what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks we're going to be looking at the this incredible message that Jesus has taught and that we believe from different angles and hopefully the light will catch it as we do and it will it will bring you joy and peace and hope. So today we are particularly focusing on the good news of hope. Now I want to start by telling you a story and last summer um, we booked to go on a holiday. We would got some inheritance money that enabled us to go on a, a bit more of a lavish holiday than perhaps we would normally do. And We booked it many, many months in advance. Uh, And I'm a a planner, I love to plan it also. We've been planning all the details, getting it all ready. Uh, And finally the day arrived and um, we got up early, we traveled and we eventually got to the the hotel full of excitement, full of expectation of this wonderful holiday away. Really quite tired by this point because it had been a long day and we arrived late in the evening. And when we got there, all I can say is it was such a disappointment. It really was not what we expected. The The hotel wasn't really a fancy hotel at all. We'd been led to believe it had been. We looked at the the brochure and the online stuff, and it but it, it really wasn't great. The room hadn't been decorated perhaps for 30, 40 years. It was a very, very tired state. It was all four of us were in a room that you kind of had to shuffle around. And the the door to the room opened straight out to the outside overlooking a major motorway. And the noise from that was incredible. Plus, people had obviously decided that they just wanted to smoke outside the door. So the whole room reeked of cigarette smell. It was so disappointing. It didn't live up to the expectations. We were gutted because it was something we'd really look forward to. And the hope just hadn't come through. Now, fortunately for us, we were able to get on the phone to the travel company and very, very quickly, they got us into a much nicer place. And it ended up, it it was a really great holiday and we're so grateful for God for that. But it was that moment when we arrived with all this expectation and hope and it had been just, well, nothing. It was really. Now, while in that instance, for us, we were fortunate we were able to get it sorted out that's not always the case with things we hope for is it? There are things we have high hopes for that often disappoint. They fail to meet expectations. People let us down that we've been relying on. That relationship that we've been hoping would be the ultimate doesn't work out. The promotion that we thought we were certain of that was ours in the bag we got that one but someone else got it instead, perhaps someone we even thought was less deserving than us. You know, we can all think of situations, I'm sure, where things we hoped for didn't come to be. The world is being shaken at this time in no uncertain terms. This COVID uh, pandemic is having such huge repercussions in every area of society and it just brings out to the light the struggles of those in leadership in at every level you know we see leaders getting things wrong or even worse lying we hear of dodgy dealings to try and do this that and the other we have health worries job uncertainty maybe your education is on hold there's all sorts of things that can lead us to feel wobbly anxious hopeless what is it that you're hoping for? What are you putting that hope and faith in? Because Christian hope is a sure and certain hope. It doesn't mean we're immune from all that's going on, but it means we have something that helps sustain. And I'm holding on to that just as much as anyone else at this time. Life is tough, there are all sorts of things around us that are causing anxiety to rise. But as Christians, we have something we can look to, a hope that is certain and sure. And so I'm just going to look, we're going to spend the next few minutes just exploring what that Christian hope is and where that hope is founded and rests upon. So first, what is this Christian hope? Well, it's a hope for the future. It's a hope that we've been singing about during our worship time led by Paul today. Isaiah 9, verse 2 is a a verse that was written thousands of years ago. You find it in the Old Testament, the Bible. And it says this, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. let me say that again. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. We're so aware of the darkness at the moment, yet we get this promise that a light shines in, a light dawns in the darkness. What is this light in the darkness? Well, it's a hope for the future and it's a hope for now. The future is bright. There is hope of a better day. Revelation 21 verse 4, one of the very last chapters in the Bible, gives us the good news of where things are going to end up. And it says this, He, God, will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. The Bible speaks about a day that will come where wrongs will be made right. Everything, all the injustice that we see around us, there will come a time when God, who sits above it all, will bring an end to all of that injustice he will right every wrong there will be an end to sickness and disease it will be dealt with there won't be such a thing as covid19 there won't be such a thing as cancer there won't be such a thing as fill in the blank that different health conditions they will be dealt with every single one of them even ones that we don't even know about pain will be no more In fact, it goes even further to say death will be no more. Eternal life is something that God promises, a life without end, a life in abundance, in fullness. Our sins can be forgiven. All that would separate us and stop us accessing any of that wonderful stuff are forgiven. And this isn't just an individual hope. It's not just a hope for you and me on our own. It's a hope the whole creation God has incredible plans he will see it through to a better day that is some of what we mean when we talk about hope as a Christian but what's even more amazing it's not just a hope that stays in the future but it's a hope that breaks into the now you know Uh, There's something really special about the dawn, about the sunrise, isn't there? Now, it's not something I often get to see because I much prefer to have a a lie in in bed and I struggle to see the dawn. But on those moments when I have, there's just something special about them, isn't it? Those those times when the, the daylight is just breaking forth, you get this whole cacophony of birds singing. And we've certainly been hearing them a lot in recent months. The darkness disappears light comes and with it there's a hope that the new day will bring something different something better we have hope for the future as christians but that hope breaks into the present i came across this quote this week which is so brilliant it sums this up we travel in hope we live in hope and whatever we hope for in the future does have some impact on our lives today. The future reaches back to influence the present. This is what Christian hope does. We have a hope for the future, but that breaks into the now. We have hope in the now, in the moment, in the darkness, in the distress, in the difficulties, in the, in the changes and the uncertainty around education and jobs and health. We can have hope because God comes to be with us. He promises never to leave us or forsake us. He is right with us in the moment. He's a God who sees all, who's the God who creates, the one who provides, the one who loves. And he comes to transform lives in the here and the now. To deal with our baggage and our burden and our mess-ups and our challenges, he comes in the here and the now and he brings hope, he infuses that hope within us. He speaks and he brings peace and joy and healing and light and freedom. Things that we're going to be exploring in the coming weeks. But this is what the hope for now is it's a life in abundance. And because of this hope, because of this hope that we know in the here and the now, as well as what's to come in the future we carry that hope to others inspired by the hope that we experience we carry that and we can pass that hope on we are containers of hope here's amazing lady many of you will know uh, of jackie pullinger some of you might have read her her biography the chasing the dragon she was a lady who at 21 years old a music uh, student she decided she wanted to serve god in whatever way that she could and she saved up what little money she had and bought the a, a ticket to get on a boat that was traveling and stopping at as many places as possible and she just took the attitude i want to go and serve where you tell me to go god i want to pass on the hope that i know and she ended up getting off the boat in hong kong and living and working in the walled city an area of Hong Kong that was known for desperate, desperate lives. People caught up in all sorts of really horrendous situations of of drug abuse and and all sorts of of horrendous, really life-crippling situations. And she felt called to work with them. And this is what she said when she saw it for the first time. I loved this dark place. I hated what was happening in it, but I wanted to be nowhere else. It was almost as if I could already see another city in its place. And that city was ablaze with light. It was my dream. There was no more crying, no more death or pain. The sick were healed, addicts set free, the hungry filled. There were families for orphans, homes for the homeless, and new dignity for those who had lived in shame. I had no idea of how to bring this about, but with visionary zeal imagined introducing the walled city people to the one who could change it all, Jesus. And grasped something of the hope, this Christian hope that is certain and unshakable. And she sought then to pass it on. And she's been doing that for over 50 years, bringing that sense of hope and light in the darkness, seeing lives transformed. And as she said, how was she able to do that? What was she wanting to introduce them to? Well, it was the hope found in Jesus. Because this uh, Christian hope its not just some vague hope. For us with our holiday, we had hope for an amazing holiday and we put that hope in the reputation of a travel company. Now, they did come through, fortunately. But as we said, not everything or everyone comes through. They're not always as reliable in fulfilling the hope. Well, the Christian hope is founded, rooted, based on God Himself, the unshakable one. A passage in the New, a verse in the New Testament, one, uh, Titus one, verse two says, this this hope of eternal life. It comes from God who does not lie. He promised it before the beginning of time. The hope we have is rooted in the very person of Jesus and only in him. He says he is the only one who is the way, the truth and the life. He is the one that we can have this hope. Jesus came to die for you and for me. Now, there's a reason for hope, isn't it? If you're thinking, well, who am I? I'm worthless. Know that you have a label that says, Jesus, this person declares, you were worth dying for. So in your lowest moments, know that you have a label, you were worth dying for. Jesus, God's very son, came to die for you but it gets even better than that because he didn't stay dead. He has risen. He is alive today. We were singing it in that song, Saviour of the World, earlier. He didn't stay dead. He has risen. He is alive. 1 Peter 1 verse 3, another verse from the New Testament says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus has come. He died and is risen. He is still alive. He reigns for all eternity. He has shown us, for those who would believe in him and trust in him, where we can go. Death has been conquered. That is our hope. We hope for something glorious in the future that breaks into the now, and our hope is found in Jesus. Another quote I came across said, In Christ we find a sure and certain hope of an eternal future. Our hope for life beyond the grave is not wishful thinking or theological speculation. It is secured by Jesus, the first to rise from among the dead. There's a song we often sing in church called Jesus, Hope of the Nations. Have a listen to these lyrics. It says, Jesus, hope of the nations. Jesus." comfort for all who mourn. You are the source of heaven's hope on earth. Jesus, light in the darkness. Jesus, truth in each circumstance. You are the source of heaven's light on earth. In history, you lived and died. You broke the chain. You rose to life. You are the hope living in us. You are the rock in whom we trust. You are the light shining for all the world to see. You rose from the dead, conquering fear. Our Prince of Peace, drawing us near. Jesus, our hope, living for all who will receive. Lord, we believe. As I come towards the end of this uh, short message, let's just look again at that incredible verse that started with from Isaiah 9, verse 2. The people walking in darkness, have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. God will turn darkness into light, night into dawn, distress into joy, defeat into plunder, oppression into liberty. Fillmore, in his book, Straight to the Heart of Isaiah, talking about this, this, these verses from Isaiah 9, said, People may see no hope for you, but God does. People may see no way out of your situation, but God does. People may be resigned to the darkness of this world, but God is bigger than they think. Right now, He is singing this dawn chorus over you. Christian hope is a hope for the future, but it's a hope for the now as well. It's a hope rooted in Jesus and what he has done whatever your particular personal darkness however deep and deep rooted it seems to be the light of the world jesus is your hope and my hope and the one to reach out for he is the light of the world the one who breaks through darkness to rescue us from the foul places we are in there is never hopelessness with which this gospel available to all No one is in such a dark place that there is no hope left. His knowledge is complete and his reach is total and his compassion is unfailing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.